And welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.au and Sa- GR. Really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. It's been a busy bee the last couple of weeks. Really? Sam, is this a double header? It's a double header, Ben. Sam, like, for example, Unlimited Love? And? Uh, Return of the Dream Canteen. That's right. But more accurately, like, Usual Illusion. One and, and two. two. Yes. That's very, very well done. Okay, thank you. But where have I been? Well, surely you've been and visited our friends down under. That's right. What a, what a wonderful place to be. As and why? You can, because you clearly have to get down there and set up a website. Did you have to revisit Arrow something and data? Arrow voice and data. Arrow voice and data that he used to work at. Sold some uh, internet. Yeah. Yes. But I've also been to see our wonderful community of Australian ambassadors. Oh. You know who you are. So if you're listening to this, go whoop, whoop. That the sound of the pulleys. Yes, it was wonderful. It's just always great to be back in Australia. Uh, and uh, we've had an, an application just this week. Just this week. Just this week. Yes. So, yeah, happy days. Yes. The community keeps on growing. Keeps on growing. So if you are interested in becoming an ambassador, please... as. Young Australian fellow Jason McMillan was this week. Thank you, Jason, for um, uh, applying to be an ambassador for this podcast. Pray continue. Jay McMill. Jay McMill. Uh, much like someone's doing something on Can't Stop. Ah, uh, Jay Butterfly. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Jay Butterfly's long lost cousin, hmm. Jay McMill. Yes. Jay McMill, uh, now please, we consider the Jay Butterfly now. Yes. You may consider yourself Jay Butterfly. Thank you. you can, and you can. You, you can put that on a business card. Yeah, and if anyone asks why, you can point back to this load of old this rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and GR, but, oh no, Australia. But welcome, but welcome. But welcome indeed. Welcome, welcome yes. to Knowing Me, Knowing You with the University Speaking Boys. Yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, GR, of course, I've been over to uh, celebrate the birthplace of the uh, modern Olympics or even the, uh, yes, I believe in modern Olympics. Do you? You sound confused. So. Are you talking about Germany? No. Oh, Greece. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Greece, of course. Yes. Yes. Well, you know me. I do. I'm all about well. the Olympics. You are. God, I love them. What's the motto for the Olympics, then? Uh, it is f- higher, faster, stronger. Something like that. Something like that is close enough. Yes. Yes. Good. So Let's- they're the two websites. Um, welcome to the Ambassadors. If you want to be an ambassador, you know what to do. Well, here's the deets. Here's the deets. The deets are freely available. BenTownsendMusic.net is where all this is hosted. If you want to hear the, the episodes direct from there, you can. At the moment, we're having an issue whereby it looks like we're only allowed to upload 100 episodes at a time. That's right. So we have lost the first few. Well, the first 21. We're hoping... Are we, that, uh, that will be remedied. It will be remedied in the future. <laughs> at some point in the future. Yes. Uh, well, at some point, yeah. yeah. Music at hotmail.com if you'd like to email in to become an ambassador or to communicate with the show in any way. Please do. We'd love to hear from you we guys. We certainly do. At University RHCP is this podcast on Instagram. Sam, Going you are... smoothly so far. I am... No, no, no. At University RHCP is this podcast on Twitter. Right. Going smoothly-ish so far. Yeah. I'm at Stack Townsend on Twitter. On Insta, this is University Speaking RHCP underscore pod going smoother very smooth on you're on insta or is that it that, well i am but i don't know what i am no okay or who enough. i am but right. i'm on there and, and trust me i you know i keep a keen eye on oh, proceedings i bet you do yes 
Okay, so wasting no time, we move into the the nub of the matter. Yes, what? Well, yes, we do. And would you care to uh, elaborate, expand, elucidate, yeah, elaborate? That's what I mean. <laughs> you can uh, expand if you want. I will elucidate, elaborate, and expand on yes. the nub of the matter. Please do. The nub of the matter today is a young man that I like to call John Anthony Motherfucking Frushante. Frushante, and it is. To Record Only Water Part 2. It certainly is. Following on, of course, from To Record Only Water Part 1. Which was incomplete because we forgot to talk about Fallout. We did. Even though I did such a good intro mm. to Fallout, what happened? We then stood up, stood up, well, we w- walked, to... walked two foot and then <laughs> listened to Rambus. Uh, well, exactly. We do have to walk at least two or three foot across the computer. Yeah. And I managed to edit together that podcast, sober... Yeah. And not realised that. And uh, not realised. Not realised that we went straight to ramparts. Yeah, I mean, it was towards the end of the night. It was, but not when I was editing. We it. It was stone cold, mate. Yeah. Well, we rammed, as I said, we rammed our parts through ramparts. And Fallout fell out. Fallout literally fell out of the podcast. We will start with Fallout. Yes. Today, slightly out of order, but um, bear with us. Please accept our sincere apologies. And then we will move forward with the, with part two of to record any water, and I think that the. Consensus from my part was generally positive on it was on on part one. Yes, uh, go back and go back and listen to part one if you'd like it in depth. But I think my feeling overall was there was a bit too much drum machine. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, I was talking about. I was you. I was largely positive and came away thinking I'm looking forward to um to hearing part two. Yes, and, and then recording part two and hearing ramparts. Slash fallout. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I was thoroughly pleased with how... how thoroughly pleased? Thoroughly pleased. I thought, thought you were going to go bigger then. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I was thoroughly satisfied yeah. with how much you enjoyed part one. I didn't think you'd enjoy it as much as you did. So I was, I was absolutely pleased. That was great. And I went back... That, that's, too, that's too descriptive words for pleased you don't often hear. I know, I did. Thoroughly pleased and absolutely pleased. <laughs> yeah. Were you thrillingly pleased? I was absolutely over the moon. Overwhelmingly pleased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was. Anyway, the point is this. You were pleased. <laughs> I was pleased. <laughs> we're also joined today by the longest stick in the bush, Mr Simon Longhorn. Simon, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, Sam. Welcome back. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm very well. Simon, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm very well, thank you. And welcome to the garage. Thank you. Sam, would you care to complete the circle? Uh, Oh, Ben, how are you? I'm very well, Sam. How are you? Good. I'm very well, thank you. And Simon, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well, but how's Ben? I'm very well. And as we fall out of this particular greeting circle, a greeting song, if you will, or a welcoming circle, a perfect circle, we, we fall out and move. You won't believe what we're moving into. Fallout in your mind a fallout. Well, Ben, to 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 finish my notes, I put a short but well-rounded song. 
Okay. And I think I've done it an injustice. Well, you said when we... When I came round, we listened back to the first half, because let's not forget this is essentially my first listen to it's this important. album. Yes. And Fallout's certainly not one that I'd experienced before. No. You, certainly not knowingly. No. Maybe unwittingly. Sure. I'm sure, I'm sure of that. We, uh, we played the first half of, uh, of uh, To Record Any Water in the record, on vinyl. Yes. A great listen, a great listen, through speakers, but a pair of really good quality speakers. Lovely speakers. And we played Fallout once, and you said it was one of your favourite songs on the album. You went that far. I did. Well, I just think that when you shake, you know, when you shake this song down... A hell of a lot falls out. Mm. And it st- starts with that raw vulnerability. Wow. I start. Yeah, what, the vocal? The vocal. Yeah, I, on, on this was, and I must fess up to this. Please My do. second listen, because we did listen to it in your... Twice. Well, yeah. third. Well, we listened to it twice then, but... Yeah. As, was, as so I you're jot- racking them up. Yeah, <laughs> as I jotted down a couple of notes, vulnerable vocals is, is what I put. Reaching to find where he wants to be. Yes, yes. And... You know, that a, a trademark for Shantae, um sort of high-picked guitar line. Yeah, yes, very much so. Very, very much, much so. in the in the sort of same vein as Neandra's and From the Sounds Inside. Here we've got a little bit more production. You know, you've got that lovely drum machine. You've got that noise. You've got some noises going on. <laughs> That's fucking so it noises. is a little bit thicker. Yeah. You know, it's got a little bit more body. But yeah. in essence, this starts out as a classic for Shantae yeah. um, solo song. Well, you, you, we, we talked about and you referenced um, a recording, a part one, about this period of his life where he was, it, it felt like just him with an acoustic guitar. Mm. Picking out lines and, and singing his heart out at the time. Yes. But this on this record, adding those layers of um, that one production, that one, those eight layers, yeah, that wonderful drum machine, and, that, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. These, and these great noises. As long as he could do it in an, in an, on an eight layer system, an eight layer system in a three day uh, period, within three days, <laughs> yeah, then then, then, <laughs> then it, it was fine. Literally anything was uh, anything was goes. On the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I do think you know this. This starts off in a in a very recognisable but also very pleasing way. And I love it. And then at the, in the, at the 35 second mark, you get that lovely little synth layer coming in, which just gives it that added depth. Uh, and it's a great attention to detail, which I think sets it apart from, you know, his first two albums. This shows a, a level of maturity and a level of development, I think. Well, that, well, that moment, if you're, you may or may not be talking about where it's... The, what I wrote down as a, a great dropping bass line. That comes yes. in very quickly in the song. Uh, it's probably it's a synth, maybe it's a synth bass line, but it it sucks. It felt to me my analogy for this this moment is it feels like where you open an airlock and all of the air gets sucked out of the room. Oh, okay. Or you breathe out. Yeah. It felt and it and it, I felt it in my stomach as it went down, 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 down. And you could those those synth sounds went down. It, I thought that was masterful. Oh yeah, that's that. I think what you're talking about is the the plans will pass on, which is a, is another thing that I'd like to draw attention yeah, to. Okay, right, yeah, it it showcase. You know, this is a two minute song, but here you know we're showcasing John's 
um, you know, raw vulnerability, yeah. his trademark guitar style. And then here we're, we're saying, plans will... And then he goes up, back up again. He's just, he's just got more, you know, that range. And he's, he's not afraid to use it. It's in his arsenal. He'll whip it out at any time. It's fantastic stuff. And then, of course, that leads into that lovely switch-up where all of a sudden the song takes a turn and goes upbeat. He starts playing Carvel. Yeah. Um, this, I, I, I've, on that first, that first listen, essentially, mm. although it's my second listen and my third listen, there is the, um, the demonstration again of how he can take, how his vocal range can change in delivery in one line, where he's moving from, um, I, I'm not sure, I can't quite remember what it was, but for example, he moves from like baritone to, to mid or to falsetto. It's, and he does it without thinking about it mm. as well. I, I don't think, none of this is overplanned. Oh, God, no. No, that's what I was talking about there. So that line, when he says, pl- uh, plans yeah. will pass on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's peak for Shantae. I'd, no. say it's, I'd say it's, it, and it's, but it's not embryonic for Shantae. No. It's for Shantae in his... Uh, he's probably six months pregnant. <laughs> well, no, he's the baby. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> he's, a, yeah, he's six months uh, well, I refer to the baby as also being pregnant. <laughs> okay, right. Well, he's birthing these songs. He's, yes. And so, yes. so he is pregnant. Yeah, it's a circle of life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone is pregnant. Someone's Whether pregnant. Whether it's John or not. Yeah. It's Some, six months within and a, somebody's, a make-believe pregnancy. Somebody's singing these songs. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. From we're, the womb or, well, from the sounds inside. That, that great. Okay, well, you know, we're done. we're getting at I here. think we're done, aren't we? Yeah, thank you very much. John. We just finished. Very immediate vocal delivery as well. I've I've put for all of this. It's it's obviously it's it, it's very raw, but it, it's very it feels very close to the microphone, and it feels very. Mm. What's the word for it? It's without inhibition. I think is is two without is two words for it. That is two words, but it's a lot of syllables. Yeah, without inhibition. Yes, five syllables. Five to syllables it. in two words. Mm. Wow, well done. No, without inhibition. Without inhibition. Oh, it's six. Of course, the, the, the only way to, to break that record of, what's that, six in two, mm. is to simply say flocky knocky nihilly pillification. Boom. That was one word. He's done. He's done it. He's <laughs> said the longest word in English language. Apparently, whether it is or not, I don't know. It was when I was at school. It was. Because somebody that I know there's a longer saying. one now. There's a longer one. I'm not sure um, what it is, but because I recently got stymied. Stymied? <laughs> Stumped. And stymied. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Stymed. Stymed. I got stymed. And that is, that is as I say, a, a, that's even worse than being just stymied. That's being stumped as well. Because uh, I said flocky knocking the hilly pillification, and it was something else. We will look this up in the break and we'll come back to you. We, to, we won't. No, we won't. I'm not making that promise. Let's move on to the, the carvel of it all then. Because yes. it moves on to the outro. Yes. It is... Ding, ding. ding well, that's... Ding. Ding, ding. And then... Well, that's the midsection. That's, yeah. Well, that's the part that goes to the outro. Well, it does, yeah. I mean, it's only two minutes long. I mean, it ba- he basically carvels himself till the end. And I thought... He does. I thought he's doing a carvel and he's going to hold it all the way to the end. Yeah. Then he does come back and re- right at the end reference that acoustic pick moment again. Well, he, he does. Ends as it began, I've put. Well, the, yes. end, the end is the beginning is the end. Or the beginning is the end is the beginning, yeah. as the Smashing Pumpkins once said. I'm, we're seeing the Smashing Pumpkins this summer. What? <laughs> you are as well. When? When we go to see uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers UK, as I think. All oh, right, okay. So I'm not saying they're being supported by Smashed Up Pumpkins. 
Right, okay, fine. Smashed in. <laughs> Smashed in pumpkins. Are you coming, Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. We're all going. Oh, great time. Anyway. So it does go very, very Carvello. It does, which is lovely. This, I th- this must be a precursor. It could be. Because it's so strikingly similar. Yes. Well, I, think, I, d- I do think you're right. I think it's... Um, and it's a switch up as well in the same way as Carvel, you know, does it as well. So, yes, I think it is a yes, precursor. It is, yeah. But it's so effective, you see. Is it any wonder? We've all done it, haven't we? Is it any wonder <laughs> when the movie... <laughs> I wonder if that happened. <laughs> is it any wonder when you stumble upon something that works so nicely... That when you have a longer and better song, <laughs> yeah. you chuck it in there do as it well. again. But yeah. he, equally, he probably thought, well, he listened back to this on day, day three... And thought, Christ, that really works nicely. I might f- try and flesh out that concept into another song. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's a fair and reasonable thing to do. It's very fair and very reasonable. Especially when we know this sold more than the, the, the previous um, releases, the solo releases. But, it, but it's, not, it's not breaking any records here with the, with the release of this album. And I think no. you can say, okay... I'm now recording, I mean, uh, Carvel is on a, a bigger label with, it's on Warner Brothers, isn't it, Shadows? Yes. this uh, With bigger people playing on it, with, with Ch- the Chili's playing on it at points. Yes. And he's, I think he's entitled to throw it in and build it up and make it part of a different song. He is, he is. Yeah. This album was released, I believe, on 12 Sons, which is a subsidiary of Warner. Right. <laughs> so, but it is a subsidiary. Uh, yeah, it is. A, yeah. I think it is. Whereas you're right to say that Shadows was released on straight up motherfucking Warner. Yeah. That's the only one they, they did. Even though it's fantastic. Yeah. It obviously didn't sell very well. They weren't key. Then they kicked him off to a record collection. Yeah, where he did his best work. Yeah, where he did some fantastic work. I mean, sh- maybe Shadows. Anyway, overall, you said this was... One of your favourite songs on the album. Yes, I did. Do you stand by that now? Yes, I do. But I would just like to say something. I've made a very good point here, even though it's not strictly true. It's a classic, repetitive, Frashante ending, Mm. where he says, fall out of love again, Mm. your dreams all end. Fall Mm. out of love again, your dreams all end. Fall out of love again, your dreams all end. I just think he's a man who is not afraid to repeat himself. (laughs) She's very much not. Um, Although he does then say, your dreams all end. Mm. But I, but I thought, well, you know, if I'm going to make this point about him being a fan of repetitive endings, I'd better damn well back it up with some facts. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Go on. Far away. So far away where he says, there's only one way for things to be between you and me. Oh, great ending. He repeats that. Yeah. Agreed? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Ricky, where he says, and you can function as someone besides who you are. Oh, I'm agreed with Two that one, yeah. absolutely fantastic examples of Frashante using a repetitive ending, which is backed up by this evidence. That's three. Well, as we finally fall out of Fallout, and we viciously ram our parts past ramparts, we must now, Sam, move on to With No One.
Well, Simon, as we come out of With No One, I asked myself, did I experience that song with no one? Did I come out with it with no one? And the answer is no, Sam. If I was to say that, it would be a lie. I could have lied, but I won't lie. I feel like I experienced that song for the first time Don't ever. Don't forget me. Hmm. Well, I, I, I'm not forgetting you. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. I come out of that song for the first time ever with you, my brother. Yes, uh, brothers in arms. My soul friend, soul to squeeze. Oh, Christ. Well, some people say I'm a psycho, but I am knighted. You are sexy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, stop squeaking in your chair. Sorry. I had to. I was so pleased with my uh, reference to uh, being a, a psychopathic knight. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, so it's like a sexy. Why is he knighted? Well, if you're knighted, you're a sir, aren't you? Yes. Right. <laughs> and as we explain our own jokes immediately <laughs> after we said them. <laughs> I wonder why you didn't find it as funny as I did. <laughs> Well, hopefully some people are still listening. Yes. Anyway, what did but it make of that? This, is, this has gone into first place. Yes. Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, a, a wonderful song. I, immediate beauty. And we're back to first pass stuff now. I, I've listened to that song once. Mm. And my memory is a strikingly industrial beat, replaced, replaced, mm. repoliced, or policed. The mind cops have finally come for us. We knew they would. Replaced by immediate beauty. Lovely. Exactly. Lovely, lovely keys. Yeah, I just love that introduction. Yeah, no, exactly. As you say, it opens with that basic beat, but then it blows your mind. And it's, uh, again, it's that vocal dexterity that Prashante has. You're you're talking about a world-class mixed vocal here. It's incredible. I mean, I don't know what the, 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 the lyrics are, um, but it's that switch down, you know, sliding down from the falsetto. Well, I, I, I caught that, that on the line because he yeah. says something about fading down. Yeah. And on that line, he moves his voice down. Yeah. I love it when people uh, stick. There or, must be, it must be, there must be a, a term for it. There that. must be a term for it, but I don't really. It's like um, in Hallelujah. When uh, God, it's another Leonard Cohen reference. Yeah, well, the reference why not? Last time. Why not? When he's talking about uh, the minor fourth and the major fifth, yeah. and as he is referencing those um, those chords or key changes, they happen it's, in the song. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's great. I, I love that part. Love yeah, that no, part. it's incredible. And it, but but it's this. I think is my favourite song on the album, and I've only just come to that conclusion. <laughs> you thought the previous song was one of your favourites? Yeah, but it turns out this one. But this, this is fantastic, and it, it's fantastic from start to finish. Yeah, it's a real, I've put down, it's a real three-dayer. Yeah, oh, this is a three-dayer. Yeah. My Christ, this is a three-dayer. Maybe a four-dayer. And day. I dare say, yeah, I dare say he might have used a single day from another song. <laughs> <laughs> what, from, like, um, Murderers or something? Well, like. from Fallout. I mean, Fallout's a good song, but it's only two minutes long. Yeah. So he might have been able, you know, although three days is the limit, he might have been able to do a little bit of extra work on With No One. For a couple of days after he finished Fallout in one. Well, he's just been saving up his days. Exactly. So he, well, promi- that's what he, got to he promised himself a maximum of three days times the number of songs on the album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but when asked what the limit per song is, of course it's three. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, I don't blame him for that. Limitations no. are set. And only then can you go all the way. And all then the way. maybe a little bit further. Hmm. But 
this song is is so fully developed and so well rounded. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But but not only that, you know, it's okay. Anyone could pump out a fully developed, well rounded song. Well, Look at Snake Bar. Exactly. Um, God, I'll tell you what, we, this is the third podcast in a row we've referenced Snake Bar. But, 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 we sang it at the end of it. We sang it twice on the last episode. Well, Snake Bar's an absolute But didn't cracker. talk about Fallout. <laughs> no, well, we forgot that. That's because we were probably too, too excited about Bar. looking forward to singing Snake Bar again. But, yeah, so it comes... Anyway, the point is that um, he comes in with that fantastic vocal, and but it's all grounded by such a beautiful guitar line. Oh, it, it really is. It's another beautiful um, riff, another beautiful acoustic riff. But it, it, okay, so you say it's grounded, but then he builds and he builds and he mm. builds. Mm. I love the high plinky piano that comes on. Yes, the piano. And, that's at zero zero forty eight. And first of all, you can barely notice it, and mm. it becomes steadily steadily more prominent yeah. as the song goes on. Yeah, and more. It doesn't ever get particularly complex, but it becomes more. It starts playing different different bits and pieces. Well, it's that building of layers, but also the the interaction of the layers. So the vocal may be the lead, and then at two sixteen, I don't know whether it's it's piano or there's a little plinky guitar line, which starts off in the background, but then works its way forward as as the vocal fades out. That repeated vocal fades out. It's. It's just so, so gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it, I think it's high straight. What, at the end of the song? Uh, no, 216. Okay. So I think, I think where this album may suffer is that because, because there's effects, there's a lot of effect, isn't there, on the voice? Yeah. It's blo- of- well, we, we said it was blown out last time, so, and it's still blown out on this song. But, but not even buried beneath that, but beneath that sort of immediate impact of, okay... It sound this album sounds like that. That's mm. you've just got to you've got to accept, accept that. that. Yeah. But beneath that, there is a hell of a lot going on, and yeah, let's get back. Let's go back. So you've mentioned the piano, then the strings and the synth come in, and you've got that lovely deep vocal mm. that then switches back to this lovely little guitar line, which then works its way forward. It's absolutely superb, and it's, it swaps with the vocal, as I say. Then the falsetto comes back in. I mean, when that falsetto hits at 2.54, I don't know what he says, but it sounds a bit like this. It's amazing. Mm. And it's mm. so haunting. And I, I thought to myself as we were listening to that, there's no way Ben and Simon are going to see this coming. You might have even thought that was coming towards the end of the song. Then, it, then that strikes again. And takes it takes it up to another level. Yeah, it's it's a re it's a three dayer, if not more, and right. and that's the best way to describe it on the first listen. It's yes. a, it's a really well written and well, and there's more in this song. There's more depth. We're, we're saying there's layers to the song, but there's more elements I think to this song than any that I can remember hearing so far. And there's more elements than than even we can mention because. That's what I mean. Frusciante does it, but other great songwriters do it, don't they? They they throw in, you know, for example, a triangle hmm. or a stylophone, a stylophone, or something that doesn't appear to be necessary. Hmm. But when you listen to the song, you go, "Oh yeah." If you took that out, I would notice. Oh yeah, I put the analogy in. I make the analogy with cooking. 
mm. where you you put some ingredients in the first and season. you're not well exactly the salt and pepper yes don't put them in first but no but do season your food please it does add depth of flavor it does it does but you add some ingredients like the house ambassador doesn't like garlic and i don't particularly like garlic but i will i won't strip garlic out of a particular recipe no because i'll put a bit in because it adds depth of flavor i mean and no, mu- no mu- one, mu- no much one. as the elements of this of this song yes you might not pick it out you might not but know it's there, it. but yeah. you'd miss it if it wasn't there. Well, exactly. You could say, I don't like garlic. But yeah. if you take garlic out of your life, that's, you, you would notice. That's what I'm saying. Particularly it, on garlic bread. Yes. It's just, it's just, it's it, just it's bread. It's just bread. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, and, and I will go on record with this, you can't have too much garlic butter on garlic bread. Mm. No, or actually, you can. Oh, Despite what you just said. Yes. <laughs> I made some the other day and it was a bit, a bit too garlicky. Okay. I just remembered that. <laughs> so you're... This is, I'm afraid I'm going to have to retract my previous yeah. statement. If you were like running to be Prime Minister, yes. that, that was your... That was my pledge, my yeah. big pledge. <laughs> I'm going to increase the National Guard. There's, no, there's no maximum amount. Every man... Will be a, and woman. Yeah. Oh Christ! I've gone down. <laughs> Everyone, everybody, every, yeah. everybody, everyone will will be allowed as much garlic butter as they're allowed, and that and then, is my plan. Then you'll get elected. Yes. Due too much to your garlic bread. Due to the previous government's over application of garlic butter, we can no longer mm. afford to sustain my pledge. I'm and, afraid I'm going to have to. And the you. other side of the house will be saying. He promised us yes, he there was no limit. Garlic bread. <laughs> no, <laughs> garlic no, no, butter. Limited garlic bread, yeah. but no limit on no the garlic, garlic butter, butter on the garlic, garlic bread. Garlic butter can flow through the streets. That was yeah. my pledge. But I've had to withdraw it. <laughs> Once you cook it's garlic bread with too much. Yeah. Anyway, so well, let's wrap this up with no one. Yes. What's your thoughts? Have you got anything else? Uh, Synth finishes it off. Yeah. Which, you know, I know you said um, that a lot of these songs end in the same way. But this is this is absolutely an example of whether that be a downward sh- strike on the guitar, which this was again, or a noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a choice of two. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I think this downward strike and this particular noise round this one off absolutely perfectly. So I won't hear a bad word said against this. I've put layers, variation, a Gar- delightful listen, garlic bread, art. Yeah. I've put art. I've got a couple more things to say as it turns out. Good. Great line I picked up on. I'm not yours. Uh, I'm not yours. And, and you're not mine. You're not mine, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, again, it, we're, what we're looking at here is John's relationship with himself and his relationship with others, his relationship with the world and mm-hmm. how he interacts within this state of consciousness that we know as life and also his ability to write lines that immediately stick in your head because yeah. this is the first past me and that yeah that was that's that i wrote that line down i mean that's, well exactly but it's the delivery as well i'm not yours at yeah <laughs> it's certainly the delivery <laughs> love the way at the end that he says does he say flood around now, i always sing fly like around fly like around okay but that comes centrally then disappears off to the left yeah and then and then boom yeah, and then you have, then he comes centrally with that powerful high lead yeah, line. Amazing. Um, then introduces high strings. Yeah, uh, really a, a really great ending. A yes. really great ending. A great song. The last, I guess it's the last thirty seconds. If we're lucky, mm. 
you know, as you say, when that that vocal fades away, that new falsetto vocal line comes in, then the strings come in. My only complaint with this song is it's not long enough, and I know it's over three minutes, but I could I could easily take, you know, more of it. I'll just take more of it. Maybe I'll put it on repeat. Maybe that's the solution. My pledge is that I enjoyed that song so much that I'll never enjoy it on my own. I'll never enjoy it with no one. Look, I do have to pick you up on that. Go on then. You're restricting yourself unnecessarily. If you want to listen to it on your own, go ahead. No, I've pledged on the podcast I won't. Well, I think I, you know, I, I think you'll come to regret that. Maybe you won't. Maybe but I'll, I'll come around if you if if needs be. Fine, that's your commitment to me. That's your two. That is that. That's now. Tell you what. No, no. This is what you're doing your governmental pledge on. This this is uh, your this is your. Well, I'm not. Well, I won't. This do is your platform. <laughs> So what you're standing on, unlimited garlic butter on garlic bread. For every person. And any person that wants to listen to with no one, without listening to it on their own. I will be there. Or I will send a representative. <laughs> oh, he's already, <laughs> that, wow, classic. No, that's the, he's already rolling back. I've, well, again, I've realised due to classic cuts we're having to make, due <laughs> yeah, to the previous yeah, administration. Yeah, yeah. The map across the house, the government said they'd be there all the time. He'd be there in person. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't be Ben. It's just unrealistic. But what I will do is provide garlic butter for all and a representative to listen to with no one at any given time, day or night. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to change that to just day. And that's a podcast pledge. Let's move on to murderers. Okay. Pray as we come out of murderers that we uh, come to an agreement on this one, Sam, because I'd hate for anything untoward to happen between us. I, I would love for us all to survive this analysis. Mm. So as we analyse this analysis, if you will. Yes, we'll do it without killing each other. If we can. I'm pretty sure we can. Murderers. I mean, iconic. Sure. One that's burrowed and wormed its way into my mind, my soul, my psyche unknowingly i think because this is one that i've heard time and time again yes well for many many years this was john's most downloaded track mm. um i've got some figures if you're interested please do this is quality research by the way this is uh little sammy d or big sammy d or even medium-sized sammy d at his very best so now murderers isn't now the top stream uh, the top stream is Songs Sing When I'm Lonely. Really? With 24,146,722 streams at the time of this particular research session. Which was two weeks prior. Three weeks prior to the release of this prior, episode. Yes. So, Songs to Sing. But then we have The Past Recedes. That would... If you'd have made me guess... That's what I would have put at the top, just because of the quality of the video. 23,306,066. And quality of the song. Now, I'll just repeat that number, because it's 23,306,066, mm. with murderers coming in third 
at 23,178,591. So just 120,000 shy of... Ish. The partial seeds. Now, my point being, Ben, that Song Sing When I'm Lonely and The Partial Seeds are both great songs, but they are... They are songs. They vo- they've got vocals. They they you know they're yeah. not they're not instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murderers is is punching well above its weight here. It beats it it, it beats out the will to death. Give us the figures. Nineteen million two hundred sixty seven thousand five hundred eighty four. Right, and can I guess what the next one might be? Well, I've thrown in another instrumental that we've already covered. Oh, can I guess that? Yes. Is it Ramparts? Yes. Now, bearing in mind, Ramparts is very very popular. Hugely popular. Well, we loved it. The companion piece, if you will, to Murderers on this album. And that comes in at 9 million. Hmm. Some 14 million shy of Murderers. Hmm. So I think I've made my point. I couldn't I've thrown the pen down. The pen is down. What was your point? Murderers is very popular. Murderers. And it's been streamed in excess of 23 million. Above its weight. First thing I'd say is I'm stunned that um, Song to Sing When I'm Lonely is, is the top one. Pastoral Seeds, I think, is a more commercial song with a commercial video. Well, it was, almost, it was almost him dipping his toes into commercialism. Then he dipped back out. Dipped back out. It was almost him dipping his toes in, I said. Yeah. He, ran, he ran the bath. Yes. And then left. <laughs> Not before turning the taps off, we no, should say. No, thank God. Yes. Because I have experienced being underneath a room when you've done that and the bath starts to flood underneath it's the room. It's a disaster. Twice. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a disaster, darling. It's a nightmare. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, let's, let's talk let's have about murderers. Drum machine start that goes on for a bit too long, but... Yes. But uh, it starts at zero, 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 0001. Okay. <laughs> That's for <laughs> Time stamp the... the uh... Give me a... T- talk me through it then. Let's have your time stamp. Okay, well, I think when you're approaching a song like Murderers, because I, I, it is so popular, and I thought, what makes it so popular, and how... Being an instrumental, does it achieve such a high level of popularity? And I, I drew the conclusion, and I've only just drawn this conclusion, that it's elemental perfection. Okay. And what I mean by that is it takes probably four or five elements, mm-hmm. mixes them up, recycles them mm-hmm. to create a hypnotic blend of instrumental perfection. I would say... That that's probably the best summation that anyone can ever come up with for murderers. Oh, well, thank you. That is that is great. I was wondering how we'd how we'd talk about this. I think that's great. Talk talk us through it. Okay, so eighteen seconds. You've got guitar level one, as I've called it. Okay, I call it the best guitar level. Yeah. So that comes in with high drums. Yeah. That now the high drums drop out at thirty-five to great effect. And at 35 to 53, you've got the bass drum track, which it should be said is still present in the, the level I spoke at a moment ago. You've got that plus the single strums. I like those single strums. Now those, yes. And the great thing about those single strums is they move the song on, don't they? They allow it to progress to 0054, where we get the guitar part moving into level two. The bass drum track ups the ante. So you've got... You've got a distinct move here to guitar part level two and the bass drum speeding up, essentially. Just adding in a few more spicy little beats. Mm. <laughs> now, at 111, back to the original guitar line. But 
with synth and with 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 the with synthesized strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic. No, the, the, then just holding that one note, so that that line is holding the same chord. Yeah, yeah. So we're back to we're back to a recognisable great thing, but he's added in that extra layer. Fantastic. Yeah. One twenty eight level two guitar again with high drums. That's already proven to be very successful. One forty seven original guitar line, but with the screeching solo line. Question: Is that screeching solo line too prominent in the mix? No, I don't. I don't think it is. I think I, you know these are the switches, these are the changes. Mm. You yeah. think you're not a fan. I'm a fan of the the idea of it. I'm yeah. not a fan of the mix of it. I, I find that the execution, it, if you will. No, the, yes, I guess so. The execution of the of production, the overall production. Yeah, the um, it's too high in the mix. Okay. 254, we move back to level two guitar with just the bass drum track. Mm-hmm. So he's taking it down again. Mm. And I think that, that you know, that this, is, this is well trodden ground. Yeah. Build them up, bring them down. Yeah. But it works. 20, two, uh, 221, level one guitar with high drums and then the static track coming in. So A classic Frusciante static track. <laughs> so, what, you know, what we're seeing is level one guitar, level two guitar being mixed up with something coming in whether that be the high drums or the screeching solo line here it's a static track and then that takes us through to the end well great breakdown that's yeah. it yeah, yeah there it is time so, time stamped within an inch of its life i love that it's it's a certain number of elements and please you know i'm just running through this here for the first time having written it down Hmm. Doesn't make as much sense to me as it did three weeks ago. Sench. Sench. <laughs> Sench. Wish money penny. Huh. Shacks. Money penny. <laughs> oh, shouts out to Dan Boyd when he came on and we met him say uh, sex in the Scottish Shacks. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Dan, Dan Boyd. If you're listening. Oh, Christ, we haven't mentioned him for a long time. Dan, we love you. Yeah. Wherever you are, if you're listening, Whatever you're doing. say uh, money penny sex. Money penny. Shacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Classic Connery. So what we're dealing with is just fantastic oh, chemistry it, and intermingling of a, of a fairly low number of elements. Yeah, but, it, but everything is, apart from the um, high lead line at the end, everything is done perfectly. Yeah. But and it's, it's all good shit. But it's an iconic line. You know, that, yeah, that, that's not... But also, you do that, but underneath that, there is a second part... Filling out the filling out the gaps, okay. Just on that iconic part, yeah. Because if you just said to me, "What is what does murderous comprise of?" Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to vocalise any of the other parts apart from that lead line. No, exactly. But yeah, well now I could maybe listen to it there. That's level two, by the way. It's so good, isn't it? Because that ends by him going, "Wow, bow, 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 bow." Yeah. Look, I think this song is great. I think it ticks all the boxes for an instrumental, in as much as it it starts slow. Drum machine, maybe. I I thought it went off too long, but then you've got to build it. Mm. If you've got no vocals to add in, yes, the build has, sometimes has to take a bit longer. Yeah, that, I think allow that build to mature. Yeah, and allow that, the anticipation to build. Yeah, and yeah, and the payoff for, from that anticipation yeah. is this iconic guitar line. Uh, you can see why Iron Tom wanted to cover it and what reaction it got. And when they played Murderers, 
some one of the comments on the YouTube videos when somebody was filming it from fairly far back Afar. is everyone on the John Fashante side of the stage was going nuts. Yeah. Because it was obviously all the Fashante fans. So are, John uh, fans buy those seats on purpose, is that what we're saying? Well it was Golden Circle, I think. Okay. So those Oh okay, those, so, so they've they've flooded over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well the great thing about that is and obviously we're huge John fans. But it does leave a lot of space in the other areas of the Golden Circle. I think I'll wrap it up. Not my first listen to um And not your last. And not my last. Let's just say that. But I'll wrap it up by saying Murderers is great, but also I, I sense and I feel the genesis of Venice Queen within this song somewhere. Oh, okay. It, it just struck me on that listen that there is that vibe to it on that mm. main line. Um, great song, great song. Well, you know, yes, it is a great song. And um, I think it deserves all the love that it gets. It's not one that I flock back to, I have to say. Mm. And then, well, I can't flock, can I? Because I'm just a one. You're just, <laughs> I'm just an individual. You're just a one, one being. I am only a man. What's that? Bit of inky. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't. I can't. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to flock on my own. What are you doing? I'm trying to flock somewhere. Trying to flock back to murderers. I can't though, because I'm on my own again. Okay, well, as you as you futilely try to flock back to anything, yes, I'm going to flock over to that computer that's two foot away. Well, yeah, we can all do. We can all flock over that. Mm. Well, you won't see me do it. Guess why? Invisible movement. Got it. Extra time when you think it's all over. As I clawed reins my way out of invisible movement, Sam. I see what you've done there. Again, go first, please. This is your album. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Invisible movement is one of my favourites on the album. Oh, another one? Previously my favourite. Wow. Until, you know, what happened earlier. Yes. But, no, this... You know, this is... I think if the Beatles had written this, it would have been a hit in the 60s. Do you? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I think you might be overstating your case. Slightly. No, no, Ben. I think um, I, I take your point that it, it's a that it's a. How long is it? It's two minutes twenty. Okay, I take your point that in the sixties. Okay, it fits the bill on the time scale. Yeah, because radios wouldn't play long songs. It's catchy as fuck. Mm. It's catchy, man. It's not as catchy as, as "Love Me Dead." White pen in the blue, yeah, I yeah. break up. Okay. Love, love me too. I wanna hold your hand. Oh, now you're singing like I can't remember the words. Eight days a week, I love, I love you. Eight days a week, 
It's not enough to show I care. Oh, I need you. Okay. Sorry, so is yeah. it as catchy as eight days a week? I think that's the key question. Um, I think yes, I think it okay, is. Okay, fine. Yes, I think you're um, biased. No, I think I think you you might have um, you know you might have I might have proven your point yeah, there just by singing Beatles songs. <laughs> Heartfelt, I've put lyrics, powerful. Oh, For, honest oh, lyrics. Seriously, this might be. This might be one that has hovered in my background, yeah. but this might be my first proper listen. Extra time when you think it's all over. Live a life when you've rolled over and died. You I know, don't feel things. It, I don't. I don't feel pain. I don't this travel this line. line. I wrote that line. He's, you know, I've, I've spoken before about how he draws from his troubled past. Mm. This is right there, yeah. front and centre. Yeah, yeah I, th- I just think. I love the opening. I love the way that he drops his, you know, it's an extra time when you think it's all over. It's a relatively deep vocal delivery for him, which, he, which he's not always, you know, inclined to on this album. So great start. Less affected vocal life, but question mark. Less affected? That would indicate that it's a I question. Thought- I, th- I thought it was a great vocal here. No, less affected. So it's oh, more, less affected. Okay, clean. so less blown out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe right. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Doubling vox line, high low, very at the beginning when he's. Oh, I love that octave up. Yeah, very effective. Yeah, and again, we're dealing as as we said, we're dealing with two minutes twenty. So you know, you've got to you've got to get that content in and seriously cram it in. The equivalent length of a be- an early Beatles song. Eight Days a Week, for example. Uh, Love Me Do. Mm, please Please Me. Norwegian Wood. Paperback Writer. That kind of thing. Less so, but uh, let's carry on. Well, they're all that long, trust me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I, when I picked up the Red Album and I thought, these are all classic tracks. Classic tracks, Ben. Um, surely... At least one of them's got to be over three minutes. <laughs> no, how not. can all of these two-minute songs, if you, you blink and you miss them, how can they all have been so indelibly imprinted. ingrained, yeah. imprinted on our souls? How? I, don't, I still don't understand it. Well, to this... Right, it's not the Beatles cast, but to this day, they are the most influential band in the entire world for, for, for real and valid reasons. I'll put it this way. I'm seriously hunting for the Blue Album. I bet you are. Expect more complex and longer songs. I hope so. I'll tell you what I found out on this listen to part two. I'm not noticing the drum machine or the noises so much, even though they are there. Yes. Now, is that because I've become inured to them? I don't think so. I think it's just... They suit these songs better? Yeah. They they really do. And, you know, there's... You're right to, to point out the drum machine. But there's a swirling noise at 45 going into the chorus. We've picked out some of the noises, uh, for better or worse. Mm. This, Mainly for worse, I have Yeah, to say. well, you know... From, from my POV. Of course. But this swirling noise going in, into the chorus just is... It takes you there. It takes you there. And then all of a sudden you're into a mainstream chorus. You know, this could be on the radio. White paint in the blue, white brick up, <laughs> think, all past yeah, you yeah, if you If you deliver it like that, conceivably. Okay, well, we can go. One, two, three, go. White paint in the blue, white brick up, all past you, Go. 
כן.
that you will achieve the breakthroughs. Yeah. And that's what and and early Fashante evolved into what I grew to love. Yeah. And that was uh the uh post Warner Brothers subsidiaries era into Warner Brothers into record collection, but stopped when he turned into a Russian slash medieval person. Oh, you but like that. In that? I don't care what you say. In that period, he achieved greatness. And you can only do that by... Yeah, in, in, in his solo field. Hmm. But in his flock, if you will, hmm. he went on to levels that we could only dream of. You know, within the band, he just became a, an unstoppable force, didn't he? And Absolutely. all of that yeah. came from, you know, the, the, the nucleus of experimentation and the willingness to be himself and of course the key ingredient which was unrivaled dedication would you go as far to as to say would you go as far as to say that unknowingly in those times he was representing what was born in his soul I would say that yes good because we're going on to representing I'm representing a Sam, I guess we represent each other on every podcast, but talk to me how you will represent yourself while we're talking about representing. <laughs> Got the wrong notes here. <laughs> it's a smooth and subtle system. Smooth. It's a, it's a system. It's a brand new, new system. system. New system, Percy Automatic. We'll wash your cares away. And so see all of us. Woo! And so see all of us. Woo! They found a system. A, a brand new, new system. system. New system, Percy Automatic. We'll wash your cares away. That was a advert on British television uh, for... New system, personal, automatic. Personal, yeah. And it was the ad, one of the adverts when they that we had on VHS tape, Star Wars. Yes. F- Recorded on, from the television. It was on TV in probably like 83, and we just played that to death. I and was using that as a distraction for the fact that uh, I didn't have my notes ready. Yeah, but there was also on that, there was the advert for the club, uh, club oh, yes. with the hippos on. Yes, that's right. Um, I can't remember how it no, goes. I, hang on. It went, as Simon reminds us, If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Yeah, wow. Then later on, Trio, Trio. I want a trio and I want one now. Not one, not two, not three. Yes, na, three. That's a different song for bananas. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> a banana advert that I used to absolutely love as a child. The classic banana advert. <laughs> yes. Dull, I believe it was. <laughs> Dull. <bananas. laughs> yeah. All right. So we've done enough about 80s adverts. Okay, here we go. So representing. Okay, so it comes in with another drumbeat. There's no denying that. Mm. But boom, straight in. And I think this goes back to, you know, John's writing style. He, he would have been writing this on his, on his guitar, you know? And then he's trying to flesh it out, I think, with that, with that drumbeat intro. But I don't care about that. 
Uh, do you think that's where this is coming from? I think so, yeah. I, I said that last time. Yeah, a lot of long drumby intros. Well, you know, when you write a song like this, I, you know, I, as, as a guitarist myself, mm. you know, when I write songs, I aggressively strum a guitar and mm. say things like, I'm representing a face of life with, while I'm strumming. But Sounds then, good. Well, thank you. When I come then to record it, I think, Christ. Mm. Need something to Need drum something. In. I can't just come straight in like that, you see. So what am I going to do? Maybe I'll go... And then go... Yeah. I'm rip. So it's, a, it's a powerful melody, though, isn't it? Coming yeah. in. Oh, man. I mean, th- this is one of my favourites. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's a great song. I'm not going to be held accountable for the fact that John Fashante keeps writing good songs, and I like them, and therefore, when I listen to them, I say they're one of my favourites. Mm. That's a natural reaction. I'll, I'll say that I liked... The, the piano line's great. Uh, we listened to this twice, mm. I will admit that, and on the second time, I wanted to timestamp this. Piano line around 40 seconds, piano line around 107 and yeah. that really adds to it. I thought that was really effective. Well, the great thing about the piano line is that it works in unison with the uh, kind of electric, electro synthy noise. Yeah. And again, they, the piano comes in and then it, it sort of allows that, that synthy noise to take over. Leading into the next part of the song, it's the, incredibly is it well that, done. Is that dropping sound? Yeah, the dropping sound. Mm. It's incredible. Oh man, I think that's really clever. How he I does was, that. I was less keen on it on this song. However, on a lot of the other songs, I do like the juxtaposition between a more natural sounding thing like a piano, yeah. even if it's a synth piano. Yeah, it might be in a real piano. Yeah, I think it was a well, it's certainly a, a piano that I've been looking for. Oh. I've been looking look for a piano, a piano, yes, a piano, not any old piano, just one that makes you dance. But I always like that feel of artificial sounds, like sense, yes. against a more natural sound like a piano. I thought that worked really well. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I certainly agree with you on their sort of relationship within the song, but I, I love the fact that they sort of overlap mm. and allow each yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they both take the lead. And the way that that synth sound takes us into the next phase of the song, I think it just works absolutely perfectly. I really do. I think this is another example of John working magic in in the space of under two minutes. Two and a half minutes, as per the Beatles. You spoke earlier in the first episode about the fact that he's getting the title of the song into the lines early on yes i did and this harks back to that i think doesn't it oh, first I mean, line he he does he does waste a syllable mm. but it's straight in there yeah second syllable well i i guess that's how he how he decides what song's going to be called <laughs> yeah what should we call it oh of course he is a singular he's not a flock no i know how that feels christ mm. yeah you you've well we've experienced earlier you trying to be a, a single flock it just doesn't work. No. So, yes, I'm representing straight in there. And I wonder whether that kind of song titling has sort of taken hold in the chilies. Things like Bag of Grins. They're, they're, they're just referencing a point in the song where they say Bag of Grins. 
if there's not a, if there, you know if there's not a catch if there's not a chorus mm. how you know how do you title a song there's no hard and fast rules is there but i just i just think certainly with with chilies and the more recent stuff the titles haven't necessarily been as good but that's a it's a separate subject separate subject but bag of grins is an example if we were going to talk about that which of course we're not I mean, my only, again, my only complaint is that this song's too short, and this song is too short. This is a very short song. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the kind of squidgy synth sound at the end. I'm never a fan of a squidgy synth sound. But apart from that, I thought this was a really enjoyable song. Not one of my favourite John Frusciante songs. Christ. Not even on this album? No. Okay, well, I, I, I feel that this is a song that John's always believed in. He He delivers it with... Serious intent, serious belief. Is it too short? Yes. Is it short but perfectly formed, as the old saying goes? Yes. And I will say, let's bless us. And that's a rhyme with yes. As we move into in rhyme. Sure. Well, Sam, as we come out of In Rhyme, I've got one thing to say to you. And that is? Sucking on In Rhyme. I know I don't feel right. But do you feel right about talking about In Rhyme? Well, I feel right about talking about it. Hmm. Do I like it? Well, let's find out. No. Oh, Wow. Not one of your favourites. Not one of my favourites. Finally, do I, do a song. I, no, do I, do I like it? As a fan of Frusciante, I'm contractually obliged to say yes. <laughs> yes but course. it's not my favourite song on the album by a long chalk. In fact, it's relatively poor. I found, I actually found some things to enjoy here. Good, we'll go on. A guitar line ah. that rises... The, the falls, a dropping guitar line mm. initially, mm. but then switches to a rising guitar line, mm. which I, I enjoyed. Yes, I've written here, the guitar part is actually pretty strong, mm. but it's lost under the other elements. Well, the maximum blown vocals. I think here, it's a, an immediate Vox style, again, quite breathy. Yeah, it's very breathy. But it's, it's In fact, too I, much. I, I, would, I, would, I would say it's actually very breathy. Sucking on a rhyme. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, if you want to sing a different song. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know this one. I've only heard this one once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The keys were too high. Oh, Christ. I mean, look, we all, we, we've accepted the fact that the drum machine is part of this album. And mm. we've embraced it as much as we can. But this shit is ridiculous. Okay. Okay. I agree with you. Let, but let's not give him too much grief. No, I'm happy to, because I've gone, I've gone above and beyond in saying that I love this album, which I do. All the songs are brilliant, but the the drum machine on this album is too much. On this song, 
is too much. Maybe that was a Freudian slip. Weirdly, I didn't, I didn't feel it. That's too song. busy, man. It's too busy. I didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, I actually drifted off. Did you? Wow. Oh, uh, such a short song. Well, you know, I was just... I'll tell you what I was thinking about. Oh, God. The problem is... No, the problem we've got around this garage is there's so many good things to look at. So I was looking at the the um, Unlimited Love signed edition that... Um, oh, Jeremy Fredette sent us over. The, the Fredette, oh, the Fredette brothers. brothers. Yeah, the Fredette Brothers sent us. Just thinking, wow, that is just an incredible thing to have on the wall. Yeah. Well, and that's, then I, suddenly, that's literally in front of us. I know. And every then suddenly time I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be listening to this song. So, you know, it didn't, it didn't hold my attention. That's got to be... It's a, a negative sign. That's a negative sign, isn't it? I like the line, this lake is on fire. It put me very much in the mindset of uh, yes. Nirvana and Plugs when they played Lake on Fire. <laughs> yeah, they did. No, Lake off fire, sorry. Was that, do you think John was picking up on that? Possibly. It, well, I mean, talking about fiery lakes. Well, there's not many fiery lakes songs, is there? I, no, I think, I'm, I'm choosing to think that he, that was a tribute to both Nirvana and was he, it the Meat Puppets? Well, we know, he, yes, we, we said in Lake of Fire, the Meat Puppets, being confirmed. We said in the previous episode, he's a, he was a, 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 particularly during this era, he was a big fan of Nirvana. Hmm. And and fiery legs, so and, and and the Beatles kind of played into that particular. Life. Okay, so we must move out of in rhyme. Okay, well, it's, yes. not, it's not been a popular one. I, all I will say is that uh, I love the guitar, but I just wish it was more prominent. Well, we will move into saturation next, but before we do that, let's not oversaturate ourselves with lager before we do the sponsorships. So I must say, one, two, three, go. What you drinking? Go. More than enough for you. Up and over and over again. Up and over to inside. What you drinking? So, Sam, I must ask you, what you drinking on this very night as you delve into a fresh box? Well, Ben, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. I'm about to open it. Bosh. It's sweet. It's orange. It's, it's a gra- sweet orange. It's graphically pleasing. Oh, go on then. I'm absolutely over the moon to announce my first ever sponsorship deal with Beavertown. They sent me this, these four cans uh, via our local Asda. Very Best kind way. of them. And this is a Gamma Ray. Now, when we talk about this, this uh, particular beer, it's important to state that it's 5.4%. So, not particularly sessionable. Don't go overboard. But do have, I would suggest, four. Fine. Yes. uh, uh, You say that as if that's all you're drinking. That's how many I've had. Yeah. Of these. (laughs) Of this particular bit. What's that in the box behind you? At 4.5. Oh, I've got another box there of some other beer. Yes. But this is a particularly nice one. So, 4.5, Gamma Ray. It's an American pale ale, and I'm now going to manually apply some to the mouth. Mouthfeel. Go on. Decidingly pleasing. Mm. Taste. Go on. Tender. Mm. Yet. Mm. Sweet. But. Aggressive. And. Pillowy. Yet hard altogether displeasing. Oh, that's yet 
finessed. In a way that means I like it. Well, oh, Ben. Yes. Goodness me. What are you drinking? An amalgamation of Foster's and Carlin that has been left over from previous episodes. Both faux and co. Hmm. In a box of I. Which is? Ice. <laughs> it's generic, generic blue cool box. Of course. Yes. It's classic. Gem- and also sponsored by... Oh, it's great to see it back. Now, presumably, this, this particular lollipop is crammed full of sweetener. I, no. won't, I won't say the... Uh... Aspartame. Oh, Christ, he said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've forgotten that I said it. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. This is the little bastard that has claimed three tooths out of my mouth. Tooth? This hard... Or teeth. Teeth, yes. <laughs> more he he has had to. a lot of aspartame. I uh-huh. have. What? Yes. It's okay. Who? On this very week... I was going to call you daddy, but I didn't... No, please please don't. No, I won't. This very week, only two days ago, I had a back molar extracted. Because of? Well, another soldier gone to sweets. Yes. Another soldier gone on the left-hand side of my mouth where I used to rest all my lollies. All of those sweet, sweet lollies. This hard, round, beautiful bastard. Yes, it's cost you everything. Well, it's cost me three teeth. And maybe more. Mm. But I'll give it a suck and I'll talk about the mouthfeel. Suck it. He is sucking it, I can confirm. And I will, I will request a, a flavour profile. Strawberry. <laughs> Excellent. Mouthfeel, of course. Hard and round. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. And as we move back out of one, two, three, motherfucker, go. What you drinking, go. My oh God, and no no you well. Over and over and over again, go. Out. Over and over until it's the dentist. What you drinking? Woo. Sam, what's up next? I've no idea. <laughs> well, Sam, I have. I'd hate to saturate ourselves too much with the beers that we've been sponsored by. Of course. So shall we desaturate but move into saturation. I'm prepared. I'm always prepared to move into total saturation, whether that be with a fruit juice, an oil of some kind, or indeed alcohol. Shall we move into saturation? Yes, please. As we come soddingly damp, Sam, out of saturation. Yeah. Take the lead, because this is a... It's an interesting one, I think. Yes. It is an interesting one, Ben. It's a, a very, very downbeat song on the face of it. Mm. Um, but it's a song... I, I've called... That tells a story. I've called the first section The Lost Wanderer. Have you? Oh, I love the way you write your notes. I might, I might, uh, I might task you to do more yes. lo-fi for Shante albums. There's no doubt that it's a downbeat opening to the to the track. Oh, lo-fi guitar as well again. Yeah, and it starts with a lovely interplay between you know that guitar line and the strings, 
He's not shying away from the instrumentation. No, and again, it's got that, what we spoke about on some of the early songs. It sounds like a feedback in guitar, but then it, but it was DI'd mm. to, to, um, to everyone's knowledge from, I will admit this, Wikipedia. Sure. A three there, who knows? I'm not sure but about this. later on in the song, it backed me off and made me think, it sounds like keys making that noise. Yeah, it is keys. Um, I mean, a lot of it's keys. Yeah. But is there a feeling about guitar in this album? The question remains. That's all I'll, that's all I'll let that, say and let that question linger. Do you have to? <laughs> I do. Let it linger. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, fine. <laughs> fine. I know. Okay, that's fine. But, I was just making sure. Right. Um, but the point is this. It comes in with, you know, John's vocals mm. here are so... I mean, we've talked about raw. We've talked about emotion. This is the epitome of him laying himself bare and being truthful. The epitome of vulnerability? Yes. The EP of V. Mm. What, what that enables the song to do, though, you know, it start, he is the lost wanderer at the start. He's talking about his, where he's been and, and what, you know, how he felt at that time. And his singing here is just unbelievably good because it's not, e- it's not easy to vocalise pure emotion, is it? No. For anyone. But he does it so well. He does it so well. At 36, you've got the, but the layers coming in. And he's asking, remind me what I could have been. Remind wow. me. Wow. Remind wow. me. Even now. Uh, then. Now. Then. But what, but a, this is what a big question to ask. Yeah. What an existential question. Yeah, I know. anyone can ask themselves. In the, in the depths of despair. Well, no, he's past the depths of despair. Yeah, I know, but this song is written in that time, I think. I think, of course he is at this time. But this is a song that was written and is written in that time. Well, even if you go back further than that, if you're focusing on that line, it's talking about what could he have been when he was that young lad watching the Chili's, joining the Chili's. What could they have achieved if it stayed stayed the course then? Yeah, of course. Then to go through that nightmare. Remind me what I could have been. Because, again, first pass me on this one. I didn't pick up on that line. Is oh, that man, what this, is, this is John in the very depths of his despair saying, remind me what he, what he had. As far as I'm concerned, you know, there's, of course, this is pure interpretation on my, on my yeah, of behalf. Course. But then, of course, it comes back out. There's power injected in the morning. And he, he's back. He's back. It's ahead of me. It's it's taking him into that zone. It's taking us into into that life with him, and then him coming back out of it. It's just amazing, and he's reborn, and the hope is reborn. The hope springs up. Well, as Stephen, the power King, is back in his voice. Yeah, as Stephen King said when he wrote Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, the byline for that was "Hope springs eternal," and mm. I think that that could be. The title of the John Frusciante autobiography, couldn't it? Or biography. Yes. Yeah. Hope yeah. Springs Eternal. Especially for that period of life. Ta- ta- 
maybe not the rest of it. But tapping into, being able to tap into what he is, what he he experienced, and remember, we're going back to ninety, the late nineties here. Yeah. Well, what? here no, it's two thousand and one. Yeah, I know, but it's just a few years from what you know. It's oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's fresh in his yeah. mind. It's fresh in his songwriting. His ability is 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 coming back. His 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 ability to write songs is coming back. It's mm. come back in Cali, of course. Mm. We know that. But what's so man? You're going to get it, by the way. I know. I know. But what is so present and raw in songs like this is just what he went through. And as fans of his music, we buy into and tap into his raw emotion and what he went through, knowing what he went through and coming through it with him. And within songs like this, it's just... I can't... You know, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when I say that when, when we listen to music like this, we, we buy into his backstory, we buy into the songwriting, and we buy into his ability to put it into music. It's incredible. And not only that, but it's the, the songs that we get at this time, you know, songs like this. His style at this time, it's, it's almost... He's almost stuck in the moment because he, he hasn't got anything more. We know what's to come, but at this time, this is what he was capable of. And it was his best work. It was the best he could do. And it still encapsulates all the emotion of his experiences. It's just, uh, I, you know, I, I just find that every time you say the next song is going to be this, I think, well, it can't be as good as the last one. And then it's this. It's just incredible. I'll tell you this, brother. One, I love you. That's but but two, kind. to hear you eulogise. No, not eulogise, that's... <laughs> <laughs> to rhapsodise about John Frusciante there. Filled me with love. It filled me with everything that I want to hear about, everything, why I do this with you, to hear you speak about that. I can't sum up better than you just have. I'm the focus of every now. What a line. You know, that's him being powerful and being present. I'm the one who captures what he lost and turns it round. Amazing. Hmm. I think that, you know. Imagine, let's hope that we never go down to the depths that he did in terms of his life. But... The lyrics, again, are just so true and so pure. And then the strings come in. And for me, you know, we talk about the beginning of this song where he's so low and so so clearly emotionally open. And then the strings come in at the end. And they, to me, represent his future and the future of that once lost soul, the wandering soul. What an incredible song it, this is. What a story. And John, I would say, what a way to tap into your emotional experience because we've all been through it with you. We've all been there. We've all known the journey that he's been through. And it's not a journey that any of us will ever 
travel. But through his music and through knowing what he's been through, we somehow have been there with him. And this song just takes me there every time. And I, I love that. I love being able to tap into the emotion of someone I don't even know and feeling like I know him so well. That is the power of music, is it not? And therein lies genius. Yeah. And therein lies genius. So it, it just... Uh, Every, like I say, every time this album, I think this album just can't get any better. It just does. He just does it. What a guy. Well, that's meant a lot to me, what you've, what you've just said. I felt that's very powerful to me because quite often on this podcast, I lead the conversation. This time, it's you. And that moment that I just had with you, that moment I have with you. Sure. Everything, everything's all about the leading, isn't it? I don't know if, if you mean it anymore. It just might. <laughs> <laughs> Should we listen to it? Yeah, let's listen to it. Sam, as we leave that song, a moment I spent with you, can we talk about those moments that I had with you? We certainly can. Benjamin, don't mind if I call you by your full name, do you? That's not my full name. No, indeed. Uh, Benjamin Charles Townsend. Hmm. What I would say, I spoke about the, the joy of the last song, and this to me, oh, man... It was only when I listened to this song, an album recently, that I realised what this song is. It's a joyous outro. Mm. It's a joyous outro. I'll give it that. It takes the joy of the end of the last song and it takes it through. It puts me in mind of my, one of my favourite John songs, which is Wishing. Okay. I love Wishing. Okay, I know you do. Dave and Claire, God bless you. You know I love you. Mm. And they love that song. They do. And I love that song. The hope and brightness just... Plow straight through. Yes, yeah. straight through. Agreed. Agreed. It's got- I, I've, I have to say this, though. It's as hope and brightful as a song in this style on this album can be. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. I know. I totally agree with you. Yeah. It, but, but and that's in, why. That's- in the context. Yeah. I think you said hope and bright. But, that, but that's, the beauty, that's the beauty of this album is that. It takes it takes a while to get to know it. It takes a while to fully understand it. And it takes a while to be able to appreciate what this song really is, which is hope and brightness, hope and, you know, a happy... I think it's a happy song. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Can a song with this much xylophone be sad? I'm not sure it can. No. Is it xylophone? Wow. What we, we spoke about? Do you say xy? Do you say glock? Well, I say xylophone normally. Of course, in your own, only because you don't say xylophone on podcast, do you? Yeah, xylophone on podcast, xylophone in real life. Yeah, but is it a Glockenspiel? 
Whatever it is, yeah, I like it. Uh, it it's I like it a lot. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, Mary. So it, it's just and the vo- it, let's not even touch on the vocals where we probably should. This is what we're here for. Yeah, do. It's so floaty, so mm. good. You know, this is what John can, it, what we can all do when we feel free and feel a sense of happiness. Ah, hmm. oh, man, that sense of happiness just comes through. And it, it enables him to be so bright and so airy. Where he was airy before, but airy in a kind of, you know, not so happy way. This song's a different thing to the entire rest of the album. Yeah. This is the... If this song is going to be on the album, this is the only place for it. It does not sit anywhere else on the album to do this song and then have anything else on the album follow it. I don't think this has to close it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take this as a concept album, which I'm now taking it as. Because yeah. um, this is totally on the, on the fly. This is him coming out of all that shit and flying through into goodness. This is happiness. This is joy. Hmm. This is him. You can feel, you can hear it in his voice. You can feel it in the delivery. A new freedom to be completely artistically and personally happy for the first time in years. Man, imagine that! An incredible song. Uh, and there's loads of layers to it. There's loads of stuff going on. You know, you've got the. Yeah, it's just beautiful with the great, and I say beautiful. It's like an American, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. an American DJ. I am, you know. They call me well, Sammy D. That's what they call me. They call the album. Let's because this closes. The right, album. let's sum it up. Then. Let's sum up. Let's, let's sum up the album, shall we? I would say that such a seemingly joyful track executed to perfection. That's what I've written. Okay, so therefore I'm I think, say it. Yeah, I think that works. As, a, an al- as an album closer, I think it's great. Yeah. Sam, sum the album up for me. You can't listen to it once. Don't listen to it once. Don't show this to someone once because you just, they won't appreciate it. They won't understand it. I've been listening to this album since it came out. When it first came out, I totally misunderstood it. And I, th- I, and I, be- I think that's understandable. But over the years, I've come to recognize all of these songs for what they are and uh, yes okay some of them are better than others and everyone will prefer you know have their favorites that's natural with any album but an album like this it's this is not a normal album john's albums are not normal you have to take you have to be able to appreciate them in his journey in you have to try and understand what he's been through what he's going through how he writes these songs and what they mean to him and the listeners. This is an unbelievable album in terms of the journey it takes you through. This song, Moments Have You, finishes it perfectly. But for those who've never heard it, they, they, there's no way they would understand that. And I, and I don't mean to sound like someone who, you know, this is my music, no one's going to know what it means. I just feel like... This is this is this has real meaning to John and his fans, and I and I truly believe that as one of his fans. So, take this. This is my paper. I'm screwing it up. I love this music. I love this album. I love the man. 
I love what he means. I love what we mean to each other. And I love, I love you guys. I can't, well, I won't be able to sum up any better than that. This was essentially my first pass, my first listen. And what he's saying is, it's going to need more. It's going to need more, Ben. It is going to need more. And I, and I promise you this, I will give it more. Yeah. This That's- isn't the end of my journey with uh, To Record Only Water. But I can't... I you can't, can't get into it right now. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, I can't speak of it any better than you just have. What you've done is summed it up in a way that I, I never can now, but I may be able to in the future. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Because I know you and I know your commitment to music and I know your commitment to music that you love. Mm. And uh, it's unparalleled. You know, you are a man who, who takes bands... I'll give some examples. Four bands. R.E.M. Hmm. Guns N' Roses. Yes. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Extreme. Extreme. Very seriously. <laughs> very, very seriously. Yeah, so, no, look. You know, we get serious. Of course we do. We have to. It's, yeah. our, jo- it's our job. Unpaid, of course. Hmm. <laughs> but their job nonetheless. And we take it very seriously. But no, no one takes it more seriously than Johnny Boy, do they? No one. No one. No motherfucker takes music more seriously than Johnny F. Thank you for listening to this episode of University Speaking, the John Anthony motherfucking Fushante pod. Never went away